This is episode 91 of the Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, everyone returns, we talk about Microsoft shipping a Kinectless Xbox One, and then we make some E3 predictions. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I am Jeff. I am Anthony. I am Mitch. And I am Nick. And we have a full house. Come oh, <laughs> This is episode 87 of no. the podcast. No, no. It's no. as far as I'm no. concerned. It's, it's 98. No, I, it, I don't know. It's not. I know it's not that. It's 93. 91. Eddie is, 91. has decided that all podcasts that he was not present for no longer count as podcasts and should be stricken from the record. So, yes. so this is episode They're, 7. Those are, those are Expanded Universe podcasts. Now oh. we're back to the canon podcast. Oh, this nice. is a Legends podcast now. Yeah, this is a Legends <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so those are Expanded Universe. I don't care who Boba Fett had a baby with. I'm just making stuff up. It was your mom. Yeah. Uh, actually, oh, Boba Fett wasn't for due to Boba the fact Fett? of him being a clone of Django Fett. Thank you very much. And oh the Camino ones did not. <laughs> His real name is Jaster Mareel. Yeah. Come on. No, wait. How many times did you push up your glasses? <laughs> Twice. They're okay. through the back of his skull right now. <laughs> so, yeah, we are rolling five deep on the podcast tonight. It's the first time that we have all assembled in quite some time. Like the Avengers, mm-hmm. like, like yes. the event. That's that's a thing that they do also. Right. When video game news needs us, we assemble. That's true. That's true. Now, Anthony has been out. Congratulations, Anthony. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. He is now married. Hey. I am a married man. Yep. I did the grunt birthday noise last week, so that's all you get. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm uh yeah I'm happily married, happily for right now. <laughs> Um, but no, everything's good. We went to uh, New York for a honeymoon, and it was pretty awesome. We saw a bunch of Broadway shows and shopped and saw David Letterman and Seth Meyers and Kelly and Michael. And, um, yeah, weren't you in like, the front time. row at the, the Kelly and Michael show? We were at the front row at the Kelly and Michael show, and then like, you I saw Roger Sterling. Out, and I saw Roger Sterling and Zac Efron and Peyton Manning and Louis Black, Ellen Page, and Shalene Woodley. Nice. So it was a lot of... Uh, a lot of cool things there, and I got How to talk to Seth Meyers. How gay was Page acting? Oh, my God, dude. One to ten. Like, she was the prettiest little boy I've ever seen. Um, I actually no, saw she... Roger Sterling and Pete Campbell on the corner of my block one day. They were walking oh, really? Back. They were walking back to the gym. If I saw Pete Campbell, I don't know what I would do. I would just be like... Punch like, him. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I was, walking, back, I, I was walking to the store and or to, up to a restaurant to eat, and they were just like standing there, and I was like, hey, that's... Uh, yeah, that's the, they're just standing right there. That's cool. And they weren't filming or anything? They were just, like, hanging out? Yeah, no, they were, like, coming back from the gym or something. Were they sweaty? Did you, like, touch their musk? I, well, I did lick their perspiration. I was going to okay. ask if you, if, if you did that, and I'm glad to hear that you did. If you kiss okay. Pete Campbell by proxy, you have kissed Allison Brie, and if you kiss Sterling, you've kissed Katrina Hendricks, so... We're gonna, I knew you oh, were Oh, nice. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, like, a. And vice versa as well. I would go up to Pete Campbell and just be like, how are you today? On the hopes that he would just be like, not great, Bob. Like he did in that great line from the episode that one time. <laughs> that was a good, 
That's one of my favorites. Did anyone see last week's Mad Men? No. No. Yes. Not yet. Yeah. No, I saw it. I'm like I'm like four Shit, seasons. Dude. I'm like four seasons behind or something. Okay. Man. Then just for Mitch, like I just I just was like, well, what the on. fuck? We're gonna Ginsburg. watch it. We're gonna watch it. That's why. I, that's why I didn't spoil it. That's why I just said just for Mitch. I just, what the fuck, man? <laughs> that yeah, was crazy. I know. That was pretty crazy. Anyways, um, yeah. So New York was great. Uh, had a great time. Went to this really neat thing called Sleep No More. Um, Which I've, I've read about that. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. it was crazy. It was like this interactive play. Um, it's like set in these like five story maze. It retells Macbeth. It was really neat. It was a good time. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's like set in a hotel, and and so you sort of wander from room to room, and you're encouraged to like investigate in drawers and find stuff, and it's sort of yeah. Like, there was this girl about to get into the so bathtub. It's like Gone Home. It's you know what? No, it. It, it's, yes, it is like gone home and like I was because like they want you to like do it by yourselves. So you know we go in a group. So me and Markel went together and we got on the elevator with a bunch of other people and we were holding hands. The guy like grabbed our hands, pushed me to the back of the elevator and her at the front and let us off on different floors. <laughs> and it's kind of maze like. So it took us forty minutes to find each other. Oh, wow. And you're wearing like plague masks and you can't <laughs> and it's silent so nobody talks. So the first room I went into was like big dance floor like wooden floor i later found out it was a dance floor when i saw some actors dancing on it um and there was a uh, christmas trees all around i'm like hmm, kind of weird i go into the next room and it's a graveyard with a baby carriage in it so then i'm like ah so i look in the baby carriage there's nothing in there i thought there was gonna be a gun in there like bioshock so i was like oh <laughs> but then the next room there was a girl getting about to get into a bathtub and she's got some there's some like letters around the bathtub so i'm picking those up and sort of reading those and then a guy, presumably Macbeth, comes in and he's got blood on his hands. And so she strips him completely naked, puts him in the bathtub, washes the blood off him, and, you know, then, like, takes him into bed and, like, comforts him and everything. And so this was, like, the first, like, ten minutes I was there. And I'm like, okay, I need to find Markel right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, like, eventually she found me. It was like, she's, like, love recognized each other through the plague masks. <laughs> So, but it was a really cool experience. I would definitely do it again. If you ever get a chance, if you're in New York or Boston or somewhere where they would do it, uh, check it out. It's really fun. But yeah, it was a lot like, like Bioshock or Gone Home where you just wander around kind of and explore and, and learn about the environment and everything. So it was really neat. Nice. That's awesome. Game sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to see Eddie last week. He came to my wedding, so that was Two nice. Two weeks ago or whatever Two it was. Two weeks ago. And man, I'm still on like, honeymoon time so like everything time is compressed um is it a flat circle it was great to see eddie it is time is a flat circle and so is eddie's butt oh it's actually a round Uh, big round big round revis rump it's not that big i have a small butt you do you do i can cup it with one hand nobody's butt is as small as daniel's though which is actually (laughs) non-existent he does have a very small butt he has legs and then a back (laughs) (laughs) so he's like hank hill yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I guess that's enough about butts. <laughs> that's um, a podcast, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Jeff, what is your butt like? Uh, present. You're no. I have Jeff. a very nice butt. <laughs> that's Mitch. it. Very hairy. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, that happens. Yeah. yeah. It's only gonna get worse as you get older, you know. Yep. I know. Uh, my my hairline started to recede, and I know where it's all going. <laughs> it's like retreating, retreating completely yeah. yeah it's like hurry hide in the ass crack yeah about a year and a half ago my little brother was like yeah I know you like joked about it like a couple years ago but man you're right eventually you need a nose hair trimmer <laughs> I'm like yeah man yeah it just starts coming out your nose and your ears and you're just, yeah, like, you're just well, like 
Why am I ticklish up here right now? Like every time I breathe through my nose, it's just like a big tick. Oh wait, it's because I'm a hairy. At, at what point do you just decide to be that old man on the bus who just like lets it go and has like, <laughs> like, like just like tumbleweeds or whatever coming out of his ears? <laughs> well, yeah. my fu- the funniest one was I have like one random white hair that is growing out of my earlobe, like just the middle of my earlobe. Like that that's such a random place for there to be a hair. And also, gray, uh, gray hair is like coarser, and it's, it grows differently. Mm-hmm. So I have one gray. Everything. I have one gray nose hair, and it grows in opposite direction than every other nose hair. Yeah. There you go. The more you know. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this just officially became the older person podcast. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so anyway, to games. <laughs> to Let's games! talk about that new game, Pong. <laughs> to games. So the big news from this week. Um, was the X-Bone announcement where Microsoft basically came out and after swearing up and down um, that, the that it would be crucial. impossible. Yeah. That the, yeah, that the Kinect was absolutely... Um, That's impossible! <laughs> it was absolutely if like took integral. If Kinect away from the Xbox, it would literally just crumble to dust. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so much of the experience is built on it too. I mean, I don't know. Can I finish introducing the topic, no! gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> So just after in- insisting that it was super important and that it, it had to be together, that Microsoft has kind of backpedaled, that's the popular word, that they've kind of walked back on um, how integral Connect is to the system. And so now there's going to be a new SKU of the Xbox One that does not include a Connect, and it's going to be 399 So, guys, does this... I kind of want to just play percentages with so it. Maybe so, wait, so they've just finally joined this gen? Is that what you're asking? Yes, they finally joined. Welcome to this gen, Microsoft. Yeah. Um, so does this even the playing field with Sony? Anthony um, first. Kind, I think so. We're going like, to go I mean, through def- a bunch of questions with this, but this yeah, is the first I one. think it kind of evens it a bit in, you know, in terms of price. Um, the thing is, though, like I think the people who bought the Xbox one initially were really excited about you know the the connect features with the TV and the voice activation and everything like that so yeah it was more expensive but it did kind of have that like cool thing that like you could just sort of show like your dad or your uncle and they would like without them knowing anything else they might want to buy it just cuz they think that was that kind of thing is cool and sure, if you the take PS4 that, does not have anything like that yes and so if you take that away um, I think it loses some of its uniqueness, but they did need to get the price down. And it's it's one of those things, like, at least now as consumers, you have the option. And that's not a bad thing at all. So I think it helps, yeah. Yeah, I thought your tweet about it was very good, um, that they really misread the room. You yeah. Know, like they thought like that everyone wanted this and needed this. And it's weird because I feel like people have been saying that they didn't want this for a while now, but... <laughs> they were just insistent uh, on, like, no, we're going to give it to you. Yeah. We know we know what's better for you. Uh, someone on, on, I believe, Polygon, a commenter, not a writer, uh, compared it to like the government, like being like, we know what's best for you. Well, I mean, I, I understand the idea of, of them wanting to be able to build. Like, that's the thing. The, the thing with those add-on peripherals is that if they're optional, then no developers can rely on consumers having them. So... It, right. There were some guys who were making um, a like a music rhythm game for I think for Disney, mm-hmm. Fantasia, Music Evolved, and they their tweets were like, "Oh, great," you know. They were not happy. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off and thought there. I was agreeing with you. Sorry. No, no, that, that that's exactly it. I mean, it's just like you know how how do you like even if people don't like the 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 feature, if you want it to be like an important part of the system, it has to be mandatory. I guess the problem was that it just made it too expensive, really. 
Yeah, it's that like if you so took the touchscreen. And, it, and it took away from... Well, here's what's weird. They said that, you know, maybe they'll think about adding more computing power to games now that it won't need that necessarily. But then you have, like, this... Would If you have your connects plugged in, would you be able to play that game properly? You know what I mean? Like, you're not creating a level playing field across the board if you start doing things like that. Yeah. I don't know Nick, all the technical Nick, things of how that works. Oh, no, I was just saying it, it's like taking away the touchscreen of the, like, DS and then, like, how do you make Elite Beat Agents? Like, it, right, it, yeah. it kind of, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, when the Xbox One came out, it, it listen, it, like, people were pissed about a lot of the stuff. Even on this podcast, we talked about how, like, Microsoft was, they were doing too much. They were doing blah, 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 all this stuff. At the same time, like, Part of me thinks if they would have stuck with their guns and like just gone with the thing they announced originally, yep, like they I, maybe kind of would have done something neat and different, and like and if they wouldn't have given in, I mean there there is a, there is an aspect of uh, what is the quote? Isn't there a quote? It's like the uh, the viewer doesn't know what they want. If they knew one what they wanted, wanted they'd be the artist, mm. something like that. Mm. Um, it, it's like if they would have just stuck with their vision and like done like. There might have been something cool that came out of that. And, like, if they would have forced Connect, it would, we would have hated it. But maybe there would have been, like, a game, like, a, a, a system-selling game that would, you could only do with Connect that blew up. And, like, and it put it, the Xbox One on the map. That doesn't happen anymore now. Yeah, that's that. That was my main thing. Is that I'm like, you know, this is a good move for Microsoft. You know, what I mean, like it's a great move for them because I think they're going to sell a lot more uh, Xbox Ones now. But I feel like it was a bad move, or it was bad for gamers, because like as much as they haven't shown me a killer app yet, I always kind of liked the idea that maybe that it was out there and just no one's been able to do it yet. Mm -hmm. um, and and also it's like if. It, <sighs> I remember when we when they first started kind of backpedaling on some of their other stuff. I don't mean to say backpedaling is, you know, the way people in politics are like flip flopping, like using all those yeah buzzwords. Uh, buzzwords. I don't mean to do that. It was just the best word that came to my mind right at that moment. But um, like when they first started kind of going back on some of their original announcements, I remember saying something about how like to me this worries me because it seems like there's no unifying vision of what this machine is. And if they're mm -hmm. walking back on everything, then it makes them seem kind of rudderless. You know what I mean? That yeah. they don't know exactly. And walking away from this, to me, feels like, well, that... Because I feel like for the PlayStation 4, that identity is like indie games and like being for like the core gaming experience. I don't know what that is for Xbox One anymore. Now you know I mean? it's like, just I don't know a more to... powerful three, uh, 360. Yeah, it's just like a generic games machine, you know? So I don't really yeah, even know the... what to call it now. Like, what it, what spot it hopes to fill, you know? Mitch, what do you think about it? Oh, no, I was, just, I was trying to bring Mitch in. Mitch? <clears throat> yes. What is your thoughts on this? <laughs> I'm trying to think... You agree I'm with trying to think of something to say that hasn't already been said that <laughs> the I Xbox would agree with. Xbox is now cheaper in Canada than the PS4. Fuck Anthony! <laughs> You stole his thunder. He's I was trying to, one thing. <laughs> I was giving it to him to. He was trying to think of something, and I was giving it to him. He was no, giving him the volleyball. Was, he was giving him the volleyball bump. That's, yeah, that's what I was, I was going setting to say. you up, and instead of taking it, you just looked, dropped it, and be like, "I was going to get that." No, okay. man, you were you were like instead of like a basketball player who plays like a team, you were like Kobe Bryant, and then you just did the layup. 
by yourself. So yeah, Mitch no. is pretty much actually a no. Like, I don't, that, understand, I don't that, understand basketball. How does that affect <laughs> your which console you might get now? It doesn't. It just makes me slightly more butthurt that the Xbox is like financially like cheaper than the PlayStation 4, even though I'm completely still disinterested in it as a console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It like, I didn't like you have to justify a little bit more to like, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's just like, go for the more expensive one. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why they bumped it up $50 in the first place. Apparently because it's selling well and also other reasons. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think there was some other like weird reasons. Yeah. The, the fact that they could get away Canada? with it. It's was just it? Canada. So it's still three ninety nine in the States, but up here it's four forty nine in moose. Dollars. Well, like it didn't change in UK or in Australia or no, not in no. We're the we're the only region that has had a, has a had a price change as far as I know. It's bizarre. Wow. It's so strange. One thing that's weird to me about this, well, not really strange, is like when, like, when the Connect was sold separately, as it is about to be again, uh, they had to make games for it because they had to give you a reason to buy it. But when they, um packed it in with the system and just made it part of like your TV and like the OS and everything. Um, they never needed to make a game for it because you already bought it. But now that it's going to be sold separately, now they have to come up with games for it to give you a reason to buy it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's such a because weird, if, you, if you're not going to buy it, in, I feel like, yeah, it's, it, it is, it's, it's a ba- really bad spot kind of, because if you're not going, if you choose to buy the one without it, then that means you're not interested in the TV stuff, which means if they want you to buy it, they need to come up with another reason for it, which means like some killer kick-ass game. And I don't think they have anything in the works that's, well, that's really like say. that. This also means they don't have anything like that on the horizon because the, it seems like the obvious solution is, well, you've got to give people a reason. Mm-hmm. And then you fast-track it, you announce it, you do whatever to justify it. And if you can't even do that with E3 coming up, it means like you've, you really just have – there's nothing, which is crazy to me that – you hadn't you'd had all this time and you don't have anything in the works that you think might convince people which to well, me says this isn't a viable might not be a viable option for for gamers but that's just me i mean we don't know that for sure i mean they could just have announced this now because they have a totally new direction that they're going to take the console come e3 well i'm i, I, I it could I mean, be that it also could possible. just be i just think it means that they don't have any kind of the motion control games that they don't have anything yeah, I think with the most, I think with that, you're right. I don't think they're going to have anything on the horizon because they never had the need to, and now all of a sudden they have the need to. So obviously they're not going to be able to announce anything right away, um, you know, in that short a, a time period. Um, but I, like Mitch had mentioned, I think on a comment on on the website, which I read, um, which nice. was like they kind of like get this out of the way now, so then E3 isn't all about this, and that's a negative will not um, blanket their E3 coverage. You know, so I think it's a, it's a smart move to announce it now because then at E3 they could just be like, now look at all the fun stuff we have for yeah. you. Halo wow. 2 HD, HHD or whatever it is. But yeah. it's like their their last what? Like, I mean, we joke about it, but like their last what? Four E3s have, all been have about basically connect. been about Connect. So, yeah. all, so, so if that if that stays in line with it, you just announced that like the connect is not that important. You shouldn't care about it as a gamer. Are they going to get on stage and half their presentation be connect yeah, games? Connect. That'd be a very like, weird yeah. disconnect. So uh, it'll be connect uh, and uh, half of it will be connect. A third of it will be their TV show stuff, and then a third will be games. 
That'll be like a, that's like you have like a um, that's more than one, Anthony. It's, it's a one eighty. <laughs> it's not I don't know. quite. It's not quite like this, but it's a, a little bit. I mean, I'm exaggerating a tad. But it would be like if you had like an uh, you had planned something with a girlfriend and you broke up, but you didn't want to <laughs> change your plans because you're like we're already fucking paid for it, so we're just going together now, and you don't even like each other. Like, it feels a little bit like that. Like, it's like, oh, we're going to talk about Connect now. Ugh, that yeah, it's like, it's like, like when Sony would talk about the 3D stuff, and you just start immediately like, what else can we, like, wh- I'm going to start reading a book while you guys talk about this. Or, oh, time to make a sandwich. Like, don't care. Like, you, it's, it's a leave the room kind of moment, or, check your, or start checking your phone. Yeah, I'm just oh. curious what they're going to fucking shove out there. Like, I don't know what, what's... This is the E3 I'm most excited about um, because the consoles are out, so like they're through their launch windows. So now we're gonna get to see like the next stage of these consoles. So I'm really excited to see what they're gonna have at E3. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like, how crazy is it that that Sony basically dictated this at last year's E3 by yeah. coming out and having a lower price? Like how much they've controlled everything for the last year. And how this move is basically, like this move has been has been coming since that announcement. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everyone just saw it. You know what I mean like like you're gonna have to have some kind of price cut. At some they're point waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, like you have to, and it, you either need to just you know remove connect or you need to just lower the price of the whole thing and take a loss. Um, but it's just crazy to me that all that started like almost a year ago when Sony came out at their E3 with just like one sentence. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's um. <laughs> it's crazy. Like they are, um, like you said, they're di- they're dictating the pace of the game. Like yeah. Microsoft is reacting uh, to Sony as opposed to anything else. I mean, it should be interesting now because now I think it, it brings them back onto the playing. You know, I mean, into the same into the same stadium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, because they were just doing their own thing. Uh, but I think it makes it a lot more interesting um, now because of that. Um, in in the business sense, in terms of like creativity and stuff, I really would have liked to have seen someone try to do something with Connect that was really cool, you know. But yeah, but the thing's so powerful, the the new Connect camera. But but whatever. <laughs> but in addition, that's not the only announcement they made. Um, there's now a uh, no paywall for like Netflix and HBO Go and and Amazon and all the f- sort of free video services and everything, which. That's an, I mean Sony is the same way, so this goes hand in hand with what you were saying. It's they're reacting, but it's been a long it, time is, coming. I feel like it, it, yeah. I mean this this it this feels archaic done, like, to me. This, this should have been done a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. This is the one that's like no shit, guys. Um, but it's good. It's good for consumers. It's good for people. So I mean you can't. It's late, so you don't like you kind of want to shit on them, but at the same time they are doing it, so you don't want to shit on them. Yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, at the so same time, those, my God. So those things you can get them free on any number of devices. So it's any hilarious. other number of devices. Yeah. yeah. You're out of so archaic. Like, I feel like they were just trying to hold years. out as long as they could to keep like getting Xbox Live Gold subscriptions out of that. I mean, yeah. I, I canceled my subscription because there were, I wasn't playing games on it and there was no reason for me to... Like, it was silly that I even had a gold subscription as long as I did because the PS3 has historically been the better system for those apps anyway mm-hmm. yeah i remember that what was the thing i when i canceled my gold subscription and then i i kept my xbox for like another four months and then 
not realizing that I like I actually had no use for it anymore because I wasn't playing any games on it. And one day I tried to load up HBO Go and I was like, wait, why can't I do this? Like I didn't even know that you could do that. And then I couldn't do it, and I was like, well, fuck this. And then I just wanted to sell it after that. Like, yeah, you know the, the there is it is kind of interesting. Like I was looking at the the video apps that are available. Um, on the two systems, and the the 360 does actually still have more app options than the PS3, which is interesting because I really do think of the PS3 as like leading on on that kind of stuff. But like, there is a Flixster app on the 360 which lets you play ultraviolet movies. There's apps from like the CW and Fox and and PBS and stuff like that. Huh. None of those are on the PS3. I didn't know there was a PBS app. Man, I want a PBS app on the PS4. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Are those? Does the PS4 have apps that are that aren't on the PS3? Like, I'm assuming that no. no the, it has app, The PS3 has more apps. Yeah, mm. PS3 has HBO Go now, and PS4 yeah. doesn't. So, yeah. so that's that's what's kind of interesting. Like, I, I'm only really holding on to my 360 because I don't know. If I traded it in, I'm not sure what else I would get. Like, I have no business buying a new console right now, and and I've mostly just buy digital games on the PC anyway. So if I was going to trade anything in, I would just be buying like a Steam wallet code. Um, but <clears throat> this announcement of them dropping the paywall does make me want to... Uh, basically, it's, it's going to... Starting in June, there, there'll be like a system update that changes it. And so like in the next like couple weeks, um, you'll update your 360 and then all those apps can be used again. But it, it kind of makes me want to hang on to the 360 to use it just for those apps, you know? Yeah. Like... The, the fact that Ultraviolet is hard, hard to stream on a TV is, is kind of, you know, like that, the, the fact that the Flickster app isn't readily available is, is one thing. Although I guess there is Voodoo on the, the PlayStation 3 that, that does also do Ultraviolet. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's a nice thing. I, I, I'm sure I'll sell the 360 before the end of the year, though. It's just like I, I feel sad looking at my stack of, of unfinished games. I'm just like, damn it. <laughs> There's a point where you just gotta cut the cord and just yeah. say yep. you're yeah. I'm I'm almost there. I may I may never actually play Red Dead Redemption at this point. It's just, I just man, that's it such a good PS- game. I just bought it on the PS three for five bucks. They had a digital sale. Oh, and nice. I was like, Oh yeah, let me go ahead and buy that one one more time. <laughs> Well, there's also I the rumors, right? Me and Anthony, me and you talked about this in Tampa, that there's like the rumors about the Mass Effect trilogy coming to PS4, and I was like, oh, damn it. I know. God. I just bought it on the PS3 like two months ago, too, or like a month ago, and I saw that, and I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm already like three or four hours into playing Mass Effect, you know, just, you know, I'll bet it'd be gorgeous when I have time, but on the PS4, it'd be like, oh, fuck, that'd be great. I mean, Man, if it was cheap, I'd, I'd just pay just to run around the Citadel and listen to the music. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. Like, just before I was, like, the wedding when I was, you know, like, about to not have time to play games anymore. Um, rather than, like, keep going in Dark Souls and leave myself at, like, some ridiculous, you know, boss fight where I would sort of be lost at what I was doing. I found a good stopping point. And then for, like, the next three or four days, I just ran around the Citadel and did side quests. Mm-hmm. And just listen to the music and just sort of relaxed. It was just like a relaxing thing. I was, I love. That was one of my favorite parts of the first game. That's like yeah. one of the best hubs of like yeah. any. Yeah, totally. Citadel. You remember how lame the Citadel was in Mass Effect Three? Like you oh, would just run man. along and you just hear hear a person go like, "I lost my purse on my home planet," and then you'd go and find their purse and then you give it back to them and then you <laughs> get some points. I remember creepy. Well, it was lame in two creepy as well. Shepherd. 
Yeah, creepy shepherd we would joke about on Twitter, Mitch. Yep. <laughs> Nick, I don't think you even great. went to the Citadel on two. You no, that's no, you you did. This is how lame it was. You don't even remember it. But you yeah, went there, really and lame. I think there was only wa- two areas were accessible. That was it. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? That's lame, I'm, man. I don't know. I I might have to look that up later. I might be look it up. Maybe look I'm, it up. I'm looking it up. Look it I'm up. Gonna, I'm gonna have to check your facts on that, sir. Well, if I'm wrong, you then, then, fuck it. I'm wrong. Who cares? So <laughs> Google Google auto completed. Do you go to the Citadel in Mass Effect Two? <laughs> <laughs> I think you go there and you talk to Anderson after you come back from being dead. Hello, yeah, Andrew Smith. I am alive. Is that the way it goes? Yes, yes, that is. That's good, okay. I thought you went there because then you like talk to that reporter, and then like there's that creepy Werner fan, that super fan. No, he's not. That's uh, that's Ilium. Uh, is that an Ilium? Yeah, that's an Ilium. Hmm. Well, what? This is. I- this is the we we're, we've now gotten to the old part of the cast. We're no I might just I might just cut all this bullshit out. <laughs> no one can remember a game that came out like, like 4 years ago. Ah, <laughs> what was that part? Was was that what the sh- alien thing? What's an alien? Uh, I can feel it in my bones. Was that the part with the plants? Like what? Yeah, there's uh, some no, missions that, that was, on the That was Pharos in Mass Effect 1, Nick. I know. I was no, that that wasn't Pharaohs. Ah, oh, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Okay, so... The Thorian. The next big thing coming up, we've got E3 coming next month? Or is it in two months? No, it's next, next month, month. June. Next month. June. That's so close. It's in June. I felt like it was earlier at one point. I thought it was in July, so when I looked up and it was like June 10th to 12th, I was like, too soon. So June is going to be the so E3 the E3 podcast is always like our season finale and then we take a couple months off. So, but right now I want us to do some E3 predictions. I was going to do some percentages, but I can't think of any. So okay. we're I like just the, gonna, I like your style, Eddie. <laughs> we're going to do, do this, this but I don't want to. So yeah. So, I mean, I wrote down two things, but we kind of already talked about one. But I was going to say, is Nintendo going to blow us away with some games? I know they're not doing an official E3 thing. Um, they're doing the, like the Nintendo Direct again, kind of like they did last year. Is that right? They need to quit it. Yeah. Yes, they're doing. They're they're doubling down on the uh, the the, the uh, method of getting their message across that worked so well last year. Yes. Yeah, sorry, Please I just understand. think that's really dumb. <laughs> they don't know how to do it's because no, E3. real quick because they say that one of their issues is that their message is not getting across. But by doing these Nintendo Directs, they're literally only talking to their own fans who are yep. already on board with everything they're doing. They're in their own little bubble. They're diminishing uh, uh, like, number of fans. Look at, exactly. Yep. And look at, look at the, what happened last year with the PS4, $399. That was like mainstream media news. If you do something big enough, the Wii was mainstream media news when it came out because it was like different and big enough that it crossed over from just gaming news into the mainstream. They're not going to do that with a Nintendo Direct. They're just doing fart circles and like until they hit the ground. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, please, Eddie. <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest. But real quick, one more time, last thing, because I haven't been on the past in, like a, in a couple weeks. When I found out that Mario Kart Wii has, uh, or Wii U has the Koopalings, what, Bowser's Kids from Super Mario Bros. 3, I really wanted to buy a Wii U and, and get Mario Kart. Like, Dang. that's awesome. That is pretty cool. 
Because I love that, that they have those in there. Continue, I'm sorry. Yeah, so do you guys think that they're going to blow us away with some good games? Mm. Nah, we, Let's we're ask see who owns the Wii U. Wait, Define Patrick's not good on the cast. Games. <laughs> Even that's not the same. I would say, like, do we get like a Legend of Zelda reveal? Yeah, that's that's it. We're gonna get a Legend that's... of Zelda Wii U reveal, and then we're gonna learn more about Pokemon, and then maybe we'll get some Smash Bros. info. Well, they're doing a big Smash Brothers. They'll announce a new character for Smash Brothers. That'll be their big E3 announcement. Yeah, I think they've said that they've. I know, I know what you're trying to do, but I think they've yeah, said yeah. they've released all their characters. Uh, actually, they've actually already announced all of them. Jaster Mareel was a journeyman protector on Cornhole Dawn. <laughs> yes. That's very true. Cornhole Dawn? Cornhole. So, Mitch, you don't think they're going to do anything? Mm, I don't think they're going to blow us. They're going to do something. They might come out and let out, like, you know... A limp little fart, but <laughs> I don't think they're going to do anything super impressive. Okay, so who is okay? So between Microsoft and Sony, who's going to you know quote unquote win E3 this year? I mean, the easy answer is Sony. But if I, you're, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Microsoft this year. Do you think that they're they going to just like come out and just do. like unload yeah. on some games because they're After in kind of they're in desperate playing? mode? I feel like they might be in desperation mode, and they come out and just give just you everything. Yeah. And also, they have the money to just go ahead and be like, let's just buy this exclusive. You know? Let's just I mean, make, I do think Sony's going to be very, like, we know what Sony's going to bring to the table, probably. Like, I think we're going to see some Uncharted from Sony. Right, but we're not going to see... Oh, I think with Sony, I think Microsoft has the potential to have the Megaton announcement, but I think Sony's just going to hit you with numbers like game after game after game nothing one not one spectacular but just like tons of solid things yeah you know? i think that's like a pretty good that's a pretty good prediction yeah. and I think so. except I for uncharted 4 I bet, they, I bet they show off some like really cool uncharted 4 set piece i was yeah. gonna say i want yes, another uncharted 2 collapsing roof. Yeah. yeah i want that again like i feel like since then i don't know if there's been a moment like a whoa moment like that in in E3. Since then, has yeah. there? That was pretty nuts. I remember watching that and being like, I cannot believe what I'm watching right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The closest the closest thing was like Watch Dogs, and that was not on the level of it. Like, it, it was the closest thing to it, but it Watch was not. Watch Dogs the same. was really cool the first time you saw it. That's true. Yeah, but. But but it still had that like yeah yeah the, I think the first yeah the first time they showed Watch Dogs was really impressive like that was the one you went back and you watched a bunch of times yeah yeah, yeah you're right because well, right. I remember looking at it going like oh god this has to be next gen like and yeah. getting really like kind of chills and excited you know yeah because remember that was back sadly when they the game doesn't look like console. that anymore <laughs> yeah. yeah but that comes out in like a couple weeks uh, thirteen days God I'm not going to be able to play it but you know. I'll play that's, it. That's cool that it'll be at my house. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there. Just near me. I just, you, I just can, like, you can look at it anytime you want. For the next month. Remember when you yeah. were a kid and like you couldn't play a game yet for whatever reason, so you just like look stare at the back of the box forever. And just like you pull just out the instructions read, and read you them. You just read it over and over yeah. again. I would get home and poop and read the instructions. <laughs> me too. Yep. We've I discussed still do, this, I still how, do you, that. how you guys miss instruction booklets. Like because So bad. Because of, of that, because it's of a that. bonding moment. Mm. Then I just have See, to now, these days. Now, thanks to the Vita, I can play while I poop. Mm. So nice. yes. I was gonna say you could also download the companion app and then just play that. 
but he's kind of the same well, thing. Yeah, I guess he could do that. You know, if you don't have thing. a Vita. Uh, I have a question. Do you think we will see uh, Halo Two Anniversary Edition uh, for the Xbox One at E3? Yes. Yes, yes I think so too. <laughs> but is it going to matter? We'll have a new ending. Dude, dude, it's weird. A lot of people love Halo 2. There's like a certain generation of people that love Halo 2. Because Is it like the people that really like Final Fantasy X? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you talking about people who like Halo 2's campaign or people who like Halo 2's multiplayer? Because one of I those I understand. No, but a lot I, of people, there are people that for Halo, like Halo 2 was like the game when they were in high school. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like that, just, that, that perfect age. Yeah, like that yeah. prime age where there's a whole generation of them that love Halo Two campaign. There's, there's some kids out there who probably like shitty repeated level design for hours and not be bothered by it. <laughs> Damn! So basically, old man gauntlet. You're cu- you're an old man throwing it down a gauntlet. Uh, all those young kids that ruined Halo is what you're saying. I'm I'm pretty sure I displaced my hip throwing down that gauntlet, but yes. <laughs> what, if I've learned anything from the internet other than that there's porn for everything, it's that everybody like everything. <laughs> has some like giant fan base maybe well not giant but like everything is beloved by somebody mm-hmm. you know if it was like a shitty show that was canceled after two episodes because fox aired it on a friday night there's a fucking fan base out there for it so. <laughs> there's a t- there's a tumblr that ships that show yes <laughs> guaranteed mm-hmm. yeah so um let's see do you think we'll see anything about the new mass effect game at e3 have they said for sure that there's going to be another mess? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, they, they, yeah. they, they've, 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 been apparently making, they've been apparently making good progress on it, according really? to some Bioware oh, people, yeah. yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see something. I'm excited about that. definitely going to see some Dragon Age. I guess we're kind sure. of assuming that the next Mass Effect game is essentially like a reboot, in a way. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, Dragon said, Age, like, that's actually... Sorry, go. Oh, they just... Uh, they had said that it... They, they won't say where it is, whether it's a prequel, whether it takes place afterwards, whatever. And they're not calling it Mass Effect 4 because it's its own different story. They said calling it Mass Effect 4 would sort of be do a disservice to it because it's its own thing. It'll still be the same type of gameplay. Um, but they said it is like the start of a new trilogy, I think. so. That's cool. Yeah. And as long as they keep like the... I mean, I, I think a big core of Mass Effect is the decision making. Um, so as long as that's still in there and, that, and then, you know, it carries over from game to game, like... I mean that's 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 the hook for Mass Effect, you know what I mean? Other than be, the like amazing world and story. Well, I'm going to be curious how much patience I have for for that style of game now that I've played all I've been playing is like Telltale games mm-hmm. where I feel and I feel like they do that that stuff so well and then there's so and, much but more it's without the decisions, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of urgency, and but it, and it's without like a bunch of mediocre padding. And not that all of Mass Effect was, but there were definitely parts. You know, they definitely got better at it, um, kind of as the series. Or two, actually, I think two was probably the best that it was yes. in terms of like balancing all that stuff. But I'm curious, like how much more, like if my patience will have diminished for that because Telltale's just been nailing that formula, and I don't miss the gameplay in between at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like I've gotten to a point where I'm not really a huge fan of having to dig through dialogue menus to like get all the information I need. I'm just like, yeah, you know, like that was one of the things that actually really like dope. a Telltale when you miss it, like you just keep going. Whereas right. in Mass Effect and like Bioware games, I'm sitting there like going through every single piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe they're taking some uh, some cues from that, and you know, maybe maybe I'm sh- I'm sure it'll be slightly different from last you know time. So hopefully, maybe they'll learn some lessons from Telltale. You know, and 
make it a little bit more dynamic and sort of like it would be nice if it was kind of like 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 that or like Demon Souls where maybe it's constantly auto saving so you can't like quickly backtrack you yeah. know and try something different like oh that's your decision go live with it live with it Nick you were saying you were getting excited about Dragon Age yeah I was yeah. gonna say of everything you guys mentioned it, it sounds weird that that would be the one thing that kind of stuck out of my head is peaking interest but for some reason maybe it's just it's it's been that amount of right of like yeah they've waited long enough that the the pain of mass effect of dragon age 2 doesn't it's not the root the wound isn't as raw so you're like kind of excited now or even the fact that it's like it's just been so long since i've played a game like the original like like dragon age origins that it's like the itch is back just enough to where it it's it's the one thing that's like I'm kind of super interested in like every aspect of it. It's not one of the things that's like well the videos oh, for it are awesome information. Yeah, it looks and they're saying all the right things too when I read their interviews and stuff. Like so, I'm really excited about it too. Yeah, and it's like in you know in the in what I do, I, I work a lot in large blocks of time, but I also can have a large block off. Which is actually pretty okay for a game like a Dragon Age, or you know what I mean? Like it's conducive for games that you know you need a lot of time to do. Right, so you can uh, knock, knock out a bunch all. Knock out a, right, yeah, yeah. Even though like a lot of times when you when you're off for like a week, you don't want to play games because it's like that's your one week off, so you want to like do everything. So it's like a lot of times games get kind of pushed to the side, but uh, but Dragon Age would be a game that I would have to be like, no, hold on. I'm not going out tonight. <laughs> Sorry, get girlfriend. I'm staying in and playing video games. I'm gonna. We're gonna be living together at that point, so I, I I'm not gonna have to call her to tell her that we can't hang out because <laughs> she's gonna be sitting right next to me. Uh, and I'm gonna be like, you can't watch your show tonight because I have to play Dragon Age. <laughs> and she's gonna. Stare, this is stare. Nick. This is why you get a Vita. Yeah, like so I did. Play Dragon Age. <laughs> That's actually really yeah. smart, Eddie. That's actually That's, really smart. Hey. I got married on uh, May 3rd, and uh, the Vita with the Borderlands 2 bundle came out on May the 6th, and I got it. <laughs> that like, Because I'm like, I'm going to need to play my games while she wants to watch TV. Yeah, I do have yeah. to say that like Steam uh, in-home streaming is crucial for that kind of stuff, because technically, if you have a game on, on Steam, like I can be on my MacBook Air playing that game, and, and it plays just fine. This is the problem with Dragon Age probably only being on Origin. So yes. So uh, is it? Wait, did they? What is it on all systems? Yeah, it's not beta anymore. So no, no, no. Dragon, Dragon Age. Oh, Dragon Age. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's 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 on the one and the PS4 and PC. Pretty sure. Okay. So wait, is what are you gonna? Is everyone getting it on PS4? Well, we yeah, all have it. Pretty much get everything on PS4 that's oh, yeah. not PC exclusive. Yeah, you guys go ahead and enjoy that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be getting on the PC, I'm sure. Yeah, same. Oh, Mitch, Losers. I feel really bad for you. Don't worry, Nick. My day will come. <laughs> it's true. Someday. I liken the Vita to a, a Wii U in that, like, it's one of those things that when you actually have it, it's really awesome and kind of like, oh, this is probably, like, if I had a Wii in front of me, I'd probably love it. And when I had the Vita, like, in my hands, I'm like, this is kind of slick and really neat, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with the, it's one of those things that you have to, like, 
get up the urge and the money you know to buy like if i bought a wii u and brought it home i'd probably be like this is really cool i really like this but you know you have to actually go and do it yeah no they talk about a lot of times they talk about um with like apple products a lot of times it's like you have to go play with it to truly get why it's really cool like Mm -hmm. you look at like an iphone or ipad you're like well that's just like a device it's whatever but then like you use it and you're like oh i get it it's like it's like really like you can't get that in videos or in you know people you know showing you something like you have to actually get and touch it it's like yeah totally it's i could i thought i thought the ds was silly until i like played like a friend's little brother's ds one time and i like messed around with it i'm like i really want one of these mm-hmm. you know and it's like all the people who like oh, come over and play the wii with us and then like they go home and buy a wii on their way home you know like Dude, so many people things. did that so many yeah. people went and played wii sports at a friend's house and then they went and bought a wii and then they never played it mm-hmm. yeah. but nintendo still got that money yeah they did yep. well, yeah with the oh, I was gonna say with the Vita, the only reason I did it is because I got like enough like Christmas money and it was there and there was like a deal on one and I was like, well, I guess I'll do it. I never would have bought it with like my own money ever. Um, yeah, and, I had, and it's never set up. They they it, like if they were smart, they would have a kiosk where it was set up where it was like, hey, look what you can do with this thing, you know? Yeah, they um, should have it set up right to next show to a PS4 or across the store from a PS4 or something. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, the store. I went, I tested it out. Tonight, like it already worked, you know, in my own Wi-Fi network. But I went over to Mark Hell's dad's house tonight um, to watch, uh, catch up on the last two episodes of Game of Thrones, and I brought the Vita over just to see if it would work. And I left the PS4 in standby mode, and sure enough, I played a round of Trials while I was over at his house. Isn't it awesome? Isn't that That's cool? so awesome? It's such it's a cool really... feature. And at first, I was worried. I was and the like, machine really isn't that expensive. It's like 150 bucks. Yeah, mine was 199. It was the Borderlands 2 bundle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's it's the new one. It's the smaller, lighter one. Um, oh, nice. I, because the 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 original one's a little bit big. And I don't like it. It's, it yeah. doesn't this feel great in my hands. This one is shockingly how it's shocking how light it is. Yeah. Like um, some people would think maybe that makes it feel cheap, uh, kind of. But like to me, like when something a, a good piece of technology is light, to me that feels like, you know, like futuristic. Mm-hmm. So. But I really like it. I'm, I'm yeah. There's a difference between there's a difference to, between being light and being cheap, mm. right? Like That's, the PlayStation Three original controller to me always felt like cheap. the cheap. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I mean? like it did. It, it was like you look at it, you're like oh. And what's great about the Vita is, um, you know, with the PSN Plus, I instantly had eight free games that I could play and download, right. Right. including the the Uncharted game. So, mm-hmm. um. I was like, oh, that's that's great. Was that Uncharted game any good? Uh, I haven't heard. played it. Eh. That's oh, okay. what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard Man, yeah, I'm I've excited heard. that you got Persona 4 Golden because I hear so many stinking good things about that game. Yes, I'm excited to mess around with that too. I've, oh. I can pull myself away from Mario Golf, I will. Yeah, I mean, it's basically a murder mystery in a high school with RPG elements. <laughs> yeah, it was like mixed with slash dungeon crawler. I'm like, oh, yeah. you're hitting. You're saying all the right things. <laughs> so, nice. yeah. I'm really, uh, really liking it. Very happy with it. So I'm happy to be back. So the only thing I was going to say is that, that it's kind of interesting how it seems like more companies are coming up with options that are good for families, like in, in that, like the, the streaming or the Vita. Like if you really think about that, those are designed for people where one person wants to watch TV and the other person wants to play games. Like really only comes up when you live with other people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I think absolutely. I think it's they're starting gamers to make are in for their adults. 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
like the majority of gamers are in their late twenties, early thirties, and so they're starting families or already have families. Well, then so. also there's so many devices now, or so many things that are hooked to the TV that do the all-in-one, and you know what I mean. Like people are getting more of their content from kind of some of those spots too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, in some ways it's getting better in the like you know a lot of kids have their own phones or iPad, like the family iPad and this, you know. But it's definitely becoming more of like a it's easier than ever to get content, and so everyone wants the big screen for it. I right. think yes. is what it is. But yeah, so it's interesting that more companies are offering that. I just want, I I want someone to just put one on a on a regular phone, <laughs> you know, or an iPad. Oh like yeah, an, yeah, exactly. Like screen sharing, so that you wouldn't have to. Yeah, have, yeah. A Vita to do it, that but would it's be so pretty. Cool. It's pretty slick that it works with the Vita, yeah. and it works really well, really well. I haven't had any problems with lag or anything like that. How is it with a little like the analog stick? Like that isn't bad to use at all. Huh. Not really. No, the weirdest a... the weirdest part of it is the the buttons on the back to me. Oh yeah, yeah. those, those seem a little strange. I haven't figured out if I'm actually I haven't think I've I've only played a couple I, I of touched games. them by accident a lot. <laughs> yeah, I've only played a couple of games and none that I think require them, so I don't even know like I first I kept turning it over to be like which where are they? You know like like what is this? But as for the analog sticks, I played a little bit of um, this game called Soul Sacrifice, which wasn't that great, and I deleted it. Um, and just used those to like move around and you know move the, the camera and everything, and it felt fine. It was no problem. It feels good. You know what's sh- like? At first, I was like, oh, I don't know if playing PS4 games is going to feel okay on this. But then I bested one of my times and trials uh, <laughs> on it on 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 the Vita on like the second time, and this is one that I've tried to do a bunch of times and couldn't do. And I was like, we're going to be okay. We're gonna yeah. be okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's designed really well. I mean, it it really doesn't feel too bad. Like it feels like the only thing that feels weird is those back buttons. But those are reserved for like the when you click, like the the sticks, and right, one yeah. other set of buttons. So they're not buttons you use a lot anyway. Um, but you can tell they put a lot of thought and work into making sure the developers mapped the stuff out to the controller, um, in a pretty comparable fashion. So yeah, I mean that that's the only thing. Like okay, so say they did make it possible. To, to stream to an iPad or something like that. It'd be very hard to control. Yeah, like I think that would only really work with um, the kinds of games that you can control with a, a mouse on a PC. That's literally the only thing I can think of that would like actually work. Um, so it, Telltale games that actually get released on the iPad anyway. So, you know, yeah. like it, I, I see what you're saying. Like it would be cool if, if you didn't have to buy yet another device. Yeah. But, I think that is sort of the benefit of, of having it as the Vita in that they can, you know, it's it's still designed for games, so it's still got those... Um, Them buttons help, man. Right. It's the, it, it's the, um, the I don't know, the, the connect Wii thing. It's just like a button is always better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up for the night. Um, yeah, it was good to be back. Hey. I missed you guys. At full power. Mm-hmm. Full power. Yeah. yeah. Power. I agree. I agree with everything that was just said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Have I you probably seen that gif of the of the the Oklahoma City Thunder fan. It's this woman, and she's like got all the face paint, and she's waiting like while uh, Russell Westbrook shoots a a free throw, 
and she's like biting her hand and then he makes it and she's like so happy and then she just starts screaming so she's just like uh, nervous and then she's like oh and then she's like yes it's very fun I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you later it's funnier when you see it I'm just imagining cool. it and it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> it's right here so <laughs> anyway yes. we're wrapping up the podcast so that that is a wrap for this one if you uh, want to follow us on twitter twitter.com slash gamersushi you should rate and review us on itunes you can find me on twitter twitter.com slash eddie revis i am twitter.com slash unsquare i'm twitter.com slash anthony taylor underscore i'm twitter.com slash mi7ch Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. And that's it. That's, <laughs> that's all the people. That's, that's it. That's, that's everybody. What we have. We have no more people to introduce or outroduce. Outroduce. Nick, this gif right, is well, great. Well, bye. Thanks bye, for everyone. stopping by. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry I, I ruined the end of the cast with that gif. But no, no Nick, just... this is so good because like she's like biting and then she's like, oh, and then the jaw drop. Like, <laughs> Eddie, why don't you explain Nipple Battleship for us again? Nipple Battleship is when you reach out and you try to touch someone's nipple. Bink. And if you hit the areola, the outer edge of the nipple, it's a hit. And if you hit the, I don't know what the technical term is, the, the nipple prime. The door, the door stopper? <laughs> yes. Then... You sank the battleship.